Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And my first story today is food news. This is from Delish.com. The headline is, Old Bay created a hot sauce and it had so much hype it sold out pretty much instantly. Oh, okay. I'm assuming you're familiar with Old Bay seasoning? I'm, yeah, I've heard, I've heard of it. Have you ever like had it? I don't think so. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like an East Coast thing, but it's really good on like fish. Like you use it to season fish and it tastes good. I actually oh. haven't had it for a few years, but oh, okay. I'm it's, not a, it's I'm not very a, popular. Okay? I'm not a it's big like, fish fan. There's actually like a like a fan base for the seasoning. It's like that level of like All popularity. Right. Yeah, trust me. Look look this up. Okay. If, I mean, I've like I said, I've heard of it, and that's probably yeah. that's a, says something. Given I don't eat fish and I don't live on the east coast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people come up with like all sorts of ways to use Old Bay, and it has this whole thing. Anyway, it's been around forever. So anyway, so they. Um, <laughs> I wrote, if you're not familiar with Old Bay seasoning, it's really good, and you can put it on pretty much any type of meat or fries or really whatever, which is true. Okay. Uh, Old Bay made an announcement on Twitter this past Tuesday night that it would be selling a limited edition hot sauce inspired by the traditional Old Bay seasoning. Um, I'm pretty sure they don't have like other products. Like they don't. Okay. They, they just, just have their seasoning. And, like, the that's seasoning. Their thing. The seasoning isn't like spicy, right? No. So how does it? Is it just like? A typical hot sauce base, and then they just seasoned it with Old Bay. Oh, like what's in the hot sauce? Yeah, I actually don't know. This didn't say what was in the hot sauce, okay, but but they I'm, said it was inspired by. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I I'll think it's like <laughs> I think it's just some type of base with the seasoning like mixed into it or something. All right, but like it's you could not make that spicy. Yourself. Well, okay, but here's a, <laughs> people don't actually know the exact recipe of Old Bay seasoning. Like it's one of those like oh, secretive it's like the, things. It's like the. Colonel's 13 secret spices (laughs) or whatever. Yeah, it's like that kind of situation. And so there's all these people on like like copycat recipes, people trying to like make it, but it's like never the same. Okay. So, but this this still though just seems like get some old bay seasoning (laughs) and just put it in some like some Tabasco sauce or something, put them together, see what happens. I think you could do that. Sorry. Again, keep interrupting. Old bay has like a fan base. And so (laughs) when they announced this, everyone like blew up, was like really excited. Um, so they were selling it on oldbay.com in three packs of 10-ounce or 5-ounce bottles. And you could also buy a huge 64-ounce bottle if you wanted. And um, it went live for purchasing around midday on Wednesday. And it received an overwhelming response and sold out pretty much instantly, like all their stock. Wow. Um, and then they made an announcement that they were working on restocking it soon, but... Uh, it's all out already. So I mean, it sounds like it would make sense for them too if they could just instantly sell <laughs> yeah, all of I it. I know, but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of like exciting because, again, I'm pretty sure this company like doesn't make other stuff. Like <laughs> introducing have... a second product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like that. Like all the fans of Old Bay are just like, there's another thing we can buy from Old Bay. Like. <laughs> Shut up and take our money. Like, I that's didn't what it have was. yeah. I didn't have enough Old Bay in my life, and now I can have it in liquid form. <laughs> Old Bay. <laughs> they all talk that's like how that. They all talk. Yeah. yeah. My first story is also food news. But it might also be AI news. Ooh. Because everything's AI now. Yeah. Uh, this is from finance.yahoo.com. Uh, Starbucks prepares to unleash 4,000 AI-enabled coffee makers. Okay. Yes. Uh, Starbucks COO Rosalind Brewer, which that is a great name Wait, for... 
Her name is Rosalind Brewer. Brewer. And she's the COO of Starbucks. COO of Starbucks. That's a dream. That's dream perfect. Job. Perfect. She was born, perfect. born for that role. Yep. Or married into it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. One it's of those. hard to know. Uh, anyway, she told analysts on a conference call on Tuesday evening that 4,000 new uh, Mastrana 2 coffee machines will arrive in stores this year. The company released uh, 1,900 of these AI-enabled machines in 2019 following a launch last March. Kind of surprised we didn't end up talking about that. It feels yeah, like it's I right never, up our alley. Yeah. Um, and they say all stores in the U.S. and Canada are expected to have them by 2022. So they're planning on rolling these out everywhere. Wow. Um, the machines are the byproduct of Starduck's internal Deep Brew AI program and are expected to serve two primary purposes. First, they'll collect data on what's selling and when the hardware may need repaired, which could help save on operating costs because they can see, oh, this is selling a lot, so we'll... So try to sell more of this, or this isn't selling, so we'll stop stocking stores. With- yeah, anyway. okay. Uh, and two, speeding up uh, line wait times, since the machine can make drinks faster than a human. Not really that yeah. surprising. That's kind of the obvious purpose, I would guess. Um, Starbucks board member and Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella says, Starbucks, to me, is a coffee company that cares deeply about coffee. But what they have always done is use technology to improve that core ethos of Starbucks. Everything is about using technology, but never losing sight that at Starbucks, it's about coffee and the coffee experience. I just threw up. Right? <laughs> it's just the, just the tackiest like press release line. I mostly included it because I don't have a lot of notes for the story, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. Um, but yeah, I, I, thank you for nothing. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, so I will say that Starbucks does seem to try to use technology to make their coffee better and stuff, but I just get the feeling like it's sort of like this facade. Like they don't really care. Like, yeah. Like (laughs) that whole statement that you just read, like is not actually the motives. Yeah. They're just, there's other motives. Money. Yeah. Probably. Because the, the only other, Okay, really only one other example, I guess, because I not that I'm that familiar with Starbucks business model or anything. But certain locations have these special machines called clover machines. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this before? No, I I'm also speaking from a place of complete ignorance because oh, I yeah, do you not really drink, drink coffee. coffee. <laughs> okay. So certain locations of Starbucks have these clover machines uh-huh. and they are special, like really, really expensive, like coffee brewing machines that heat up water to this like very, very specific exact temperature with like a certain tolerance and then like brews coffee with that temperature. And it's supposed to be like the best possible flavor of the coffee when it's brewed at that temperature. Okay. And they charge you like way more money to get a cup of coffee from that. Like you can go, if you go to one of those Starbucks, you can say like, oh, I want this from like the Clover machine. And they charge you like it's more. I don't remember. So they, I did it once. It was like uh, twice the price or something. That's bizarre. But it's okay. not any, like... When you started describing this, I assumed it was just how they brewed their coffee. But no, 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 no. It's so like they the literally have two tiers of coffee, and one of them they describe as the perfect cup, and the other one is... They're normal. Imperfect? Yeah. <laughs> that seems well, like a weird it's marketing It's like this play. whole, like, si- I mean, there's all this, okay, there's all this side science about, like, temperatures and flavors mm-hmm. and whatever, but... I'm just saying they they could just decide to like, hey, this is how we make our coffee, but no, because like hmm. they just want to charge more for that. I mean, I think it might take a little bit longer too to do it that way, but like 
still. Anyway, I'm just saying that that's my only example of like Starbucks. Yes, we use technology here. We care about coffee. It's like, do you really? No, you care about money. <laughs> you care about money. I think it's <laughs> yeah. what you care about. No, they care and about money. And this sounds like they are just trying to use AI to make stuff more efficient so that they don't have to employ as many people. So they don't have to pay people because people are always the most expensive part of any business. Yeah. So. So. But they really care about coffee, just not people. <laughs> yeah. Although, okay, on the other hand, in all fairness, I should say, I have heard, not that I know anyone personally that works at Starbucks, but I've heard that they actually do treat their employees pretty well. That's good. For, like, that type of, like, a place. So, so the, all the more money they'll save by having fewer of those. Right. Cool. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, but uh, maybe everything will turn out fine. Okay, my next story is health news. This is from the BBC. I will not be reading the headline today because <laughs> once again, it's clickbaity and I'm not even going to read it. Oh, wow. So I'm just, I'll just launch into the story here. All right. So your lungs, according to recent research, seem to have an ability to repair cancerous mutations caused by smoking if you stop smoking. So the so, headline was stop smoking and you'll never have cancer. Yeah, close. It had the word magic in it. Oh, boy. So... That's a good that sign. The big indicator. I love having the word magic so close to science. <laughs> like, what is this? BBC, come on. Uh, come on now. The mutations that lead to lung cancer had been considered to be permanent and to persist even after quitting. But the surprise findings published in Nature show that the few cells that escape damage while you're smoking can actually repair the lungs after you quit. Uh, the effect has been seen even in patients who had smoked a pack a day for 40 years before giving up smoking. Oh, wow. So you could be like very far along into that and still, yeah, if you quit, your lungs start repairing themselves. Basically. Yeah, I would have assumed at that point you were kind of a lost cause, but that's nope. really cool. Um, so according to this research, in people who quit smoking, up to 40% of their cells that were sampled looked just like those from people who had never smoked. And it didn't say like how long after they had quit that they got that number, but uh-huh. the point was that they were like, oh, your your cells are like repairing themselves. Um, the researchers still need to fully assess how much of the lungs are repaired by this effect. The study focused on the major airways rather than the small structures called alveoli, where oxygen crosses from the air we breathe into the blood. So they like only they just focus on like the larger um, tubes in your lungs. Mm-hmm. Studies have already shown that people cut their risk of lung cancer almost from the day they quit, but the assumption had been that this was simply because any further mutations caused by smoking were avoided. But it seems that it could be because of this healing effect instead. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Quit smoking. So Sounds like it's, yeah, a- it's never too late to quit smoking yeah. is the message here. That's, that's, really, that's In- a really positive message, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. It's like really encouraging. It's like, yeah. hey, you know. All the this- more motivation to stop. Mm-hmm. My next story is travel news. This is from CNN. Atari is opening its own hotels in eight U.S. cities. Whoa. You know Atari? Yeah. The not hotel company. Yeah, the, uh, yeah wait, what? <laughs> yeah, the article starts, Atari might be best known for 1970s video games, but now the brand is opening its own chain of branded hotels. Uh, The first one in Phoenix, Arizona, will start construction in early fall of this year and should be finished in about two years. So it's happening whether we want it or not. I wonder if they, like, bought another hotel company to do this. 
I don't know. It sounds like, or they're just they're just like, no, we can figure this out. We're yeah, this. from the press release, right. it sounded like they were just working with some kind of like marketing agency, and right. they decided this was a good move. <laughs> I don't know. It's a pretty expensive marketing campaign, but okay. yeah, the U.S. the U.S. like part of Atari declared bankruptcy like not that long ago. So this, they're primarily in France, I think. But oh, yeah. Anyway, hmm. all right. Um, the hotels will feature spaces for virtual reality and augmented reality, studios for streaming games, and venues for throwing esports events. So they're really oh. leaning into like a video game hotel. Um, there will be spaces set up with multiple gaming consoles where parents can host parties for kids. Uh, the hotels are expected to be affordably priced, but will offer some premium options for people who might want to host, for example, a video game slumber party. So I don't know why that's premium, but... Um, <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Atari hotels are also planned for Las Vegas, Denver, Chicago, Austin, Seattle, San Francisco, and San Jose. So they're doing a bunch of them, um, ranging from million to multi-million dollar projects, depending on the location. All you know, right. It sounds, it's kind of cool. Sounds cool. And sounds cool. One final thing I want to share from this article, because one of my, as a person who plays a lot of video games, one of my favorite things is articles about video games on websites that aren't about video games. <laughs> yeah. Because they always yeah. explain it like it's a foreign concept that nobody's ever heard of before. The Atari brand rose to prominence in the 1970s after the company created an electronic tennis game called Pong, <laughs> which became the first commercially successful video game. The company also sold the Atari 2600 gaming console, which was the first video game console in many people's homes. Just like, come on, we've, I mean, I guess not I mean, like, everyone's heard of Atari, but like, come on. Do people not know what Atari is? Like, I mean, do they? <laughs> I just I love know. that they like, had to describe what so funny what to me. Like, yeah, people have described what Pong is. Like, who doesn't know what Pong was? Maybe they don't. Maybe like. Maybe they don't. I, I don't well, know. Maybe like people, like younger people might not know what it, what it oh, was. that's upsetting. I don't, maybe they don't. Yeah. Like if you ask someone that's like in, I mean, also who is this website marketing? Towards? Right. That's exactly the thing. It's like, who's reading this article yeah, and like, doesn't know what Pong is? Right. <laughs> <laughs> who saw this article was like, I'm going to read that. What's Pong? What's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like someone clicked what on this. What is this Pong you speak yeah. of? Pong? A video game. What is that? What is that? Is that a game where you record it? Is that... Is this like Monopoly, but I have a camcorder? Do you play it on the VHS? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. How do they fit a video game onto a VHS tape? How would it even work? Do you play it by re- <laughs> rewinding the VHS? <laughs> okay, yeah. Um... What is a company? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is eSports is actually a more legitimate question. So yeah, they, don't, they didn't explain that they, at yeah, all. Yeah, they should explain that, right. not what Bong is. Anyway, that's, pretty, that's a pretty unique idea. I actually think that's kind yeah, of cool. Yeah, it kind of sounds like it could maybe take off yeah like I, i'm kind of surprised there aren't more places that rent place that rent things out like like rent out rooms yeah, for, for those this types kind of, of events and, yeah yeah like specifically targeted at these things we'll see yeah my next story is food news again hope everyone's hungry <laughs> yep this is from business insider the headline is Pizza Hut is giving away prizes to the first set of twins born after this year's Super Bowl kickoff. Whoa. 
Is the prize that you don't have to go to Pizza Hut? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh. Uh, Pizza Hut is gifting the first parents to have twins during this year's Super Bowl with two years of free pizza. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> two tickets to next year's Super Bowl. That's pretty good. That's actually, yeah, that's really. Yeah. As we discussed last night. You could night. throw out the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and $22,000 towards the Lucky Twins education. That's also really good. Yeah. Yeah, just donate the pizza. Just donate the pizza. To, like like a, a shelter or something and and then keep the rest Oh, you of. were saying donate the pizza. I thought you were yeah. saying don't eat the pizza. I mean, also don't eat it, but have somebody else eat it. Yeah, that'd be good. I originally said throw out, but like that's a huge waste of food, but donate it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a better thing. Um, <laughs> to be considered for this promotion, eligible parents need to tag at Pizza Hut in a tweet with a photo of their newborn twins that includes the times of birth and hashtag PH twin to win and hashtag promotion. Uh, Pizza Hut is celebrating its second year as NFL's official pizza sponsor. I wanted okay. to know why does the NFL need a pizza sponsor? <laughs> who who why, knows? Why? Just I don't I don't know. Uh, last year, the chain celebrated its first season as the pizza sponsor by giving free pizza to the family of the first baby born after the Super Bowl kickoff. That one's easier. Yeah, that one. That one. Uh, more people were eligible, I think, and yeah. now it's twins uh-huh. only. So, um, yeah. As much as I'm going to say that Pizza Hut does not top my list of pizzas that I desire to uh-huh. eat ever, I will say their cold pizza is actually good. That's I've fair. always maintained this. Yeah, they have good. Their pizza is very good cold. Yes, it's like better cold than it is hot. Yeah. I would agree with that as well. So if you're if you like cold pizza, I actually would recommend trying Pizza Hut cold. Like get yeah. a pizza and just refrigerate it and just eat it. Like, like call the them and day. say, "Don't worry about getting here, getting it here in thirty minutes. The longer it takes, the better." Yeah. Well, not like room temperature. Like I'm thinking, oh. like I mean, it's probably good room temperature too, but like like cold, like in the fridge. Like well, cold. then yeah, tell them to like bake the or bake. Yeah, you bake a pizza, right? Yeah. Yes, you bake a pizza. <laughs> I mean, I guess Bake it, put it outside, <laughs> let it sit out there for yeah. a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Assuming you live in a cold area. This is, yeah. Anyway, you get what I'm going for. There's snow here, so we're just used to being cold all the time. So, yeah. yeah. It's like our existence. But right. Yeah. Yeah. So, just, just to, in all fairness, I just wanted to state that. Okay. Because yeah. I do not like Pizza Hut Hut. There's pizza. nothing like stupid, like you have to name them Pizza and Hut. No, there's nothing like that. But. You do have to post a photo of your children with their exact birth time onto social media. That is a little which weird. Is a little bit weird to me. Yeah. Um, but people will do this. So I mean, okay, the, the money actually is a pretty good prize. The money so. is a really good prize, and then I guess the Super Bowl tickets. If you're in, we we talked about this at length on the last episode. But if, if you're, you're into, into that, that, my next story is random local news. This is from Cleveland19.com for some reason. This for some reason will become clear when I read the headline, which is Florida man turns $500,000 home into Technicolor nightmare. I don't know we why this is on good, yeah, I don't know why this is on Cleveland, Cleveland.com. but yeah. We haven't had a good Florida story in a while. Yeah, I know. What's Florida man been up to? Well, it turns out this. Uh, neighbors are shaking their heads after a beautiful home in the Il Regalo community turned into a multicolor mess. The transformation took place over the course of a few days. Uh, different colors of paint are splattered all over the house, the roof, the trees, the lawn, and even the mailbox. 
um, almost like something out of a cartoon, and damages could run into the hundreds of thousands of dollars. <sighs> the house belongs to um, a 40-year-old man named Jeffrey. I, I guess I could say his last name, but I won't. Um, who neighbors said did the damage over the course of a week. Neighborhood management said that this man no longer lives in the house, so he destroyed Wait, it for some reason. I don't know. Um, Collier County Code Enforcement says they're looking into the matter, and the Homeowners Association says that it is suing him, which I think that's kind of the whole point of a Homeowners Association, is to make sure that houses don't look like that. Um, And the man who could not be reached for comment is due in court on February 25th, and I'm going to show you his handiwork now because it's not even like he didn't try to paint it like a bunch of nice colors or anything. It's literally just splattered in paint. Like he wasn't trying to be artistic or something and make like a collage nope. of certain specific color choices. Mm-mm. No, it's just a mess. There are like aspects of it that look like it could be intentional. And then there's just like the lawn, which is a mess and all the trees and things. And it's, it's a lot. Oh. It's not good. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it is weird. It's like certain little parts of it look like, oh, maybe this almost, was... Yeah, almost intentional. And then Ugh, the vast majority does not. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So sorry to those neighbors. Yeah. But That's really ugly. Yeah. Okay, it's time for breaking news. The part of the show where Anthony and I look for stories online that just happened today or were just posted today. And we read them to you on the fly. Lungs? Ready, set, go! go! Okay, uh, this is from marketwatch.com. Uh, but it, it's actually an update on the coronavirus, which basically has things changing every day. But yeah. I thought this would be relevant for a bit, so that's why okay. I picked it. Uh, but basically, there's people working on a vaccine for it already. Um and the latest is that they're expected to have something working that they can do a phase one trial with within a few months from now, like three months, which is actually very fast for vac- normal like vaccine development. Mm-hmm. And according to this article, they can do it that fast because they're working from a vaccine that was actually developed for SARS, which is oh. another type of coronavirus, I guess. I guess coronavirus is like a type of thing. Oh, I think I've heard that before. Okay, because I, I I've, I've seen SARS referenced like or mentioned in reference to coronavirus, so maybe yeah, I th- think that that is like a SARS type is of a thing. type of coronavirus, and this new one just doesn't have a name, and they're they're just calling it coronavirus for some reason. That's what okay. I've gathered from I think, context. Clues. Yeah, it seems like places are calling it like the Wuhan coronavirus. I guess just to oh clarify, okay. but yeah. It's a little confusing, but yeah. but yeah. So apparently, they they there is a vaccine for SARS already, and they're just going to take that and like use that as a starting point, and so they can speed up the process. Um, and apparently, the company working on it is called Moderna Inc. And uh, yeah, that they, basically they're aiming for like three months from now, they're going to be able to be like testing it. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, it was interesting though. Like I looked in the comments of this article, and everyone's like being very dismissive of this effort like oh well though it's really in reality it's not even going to actually be commercially available or anything in like a year from until like a year from now and that's way too late and like all this i'm like who are these people yeah 
Like, why would you, why would you say, like, basically, yeah, all these people are being like, this is going to take too long. This isn't even, it's like, whoa, so you'd rather we just don't even make a vaccine right. for this? Like, what are you arguing? Like, so it's stupid. Like, this reminds me <laughs> of the people who say they, like, don't want to get the flu shot because it's not 100% effective. And it's like, so you'd rather have a 100% chance of, like, yeah, like being susceptible to yeah, flu than a than slightly like a, lower, lower one. Like, chance? Like, yeah, exactly. It's that same line. It's like, what? Like, it's like, this no, is, this we is should so... try something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, like just don't even work on it anything because you know it's gonna it's gonna like come and go and mutate already. So just it's pointless because what what it's if it's, it's just like a stupid logic anyway. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was comforting to hear because no, I think that's didn't yeah. didn't they have like a similarly quick turnaround on whatever they developed for the for Ebola when that happened? I think I remember that, but like, I don't know if like, that was a. Was that a vaccine or was that a? I don't think it was. Tech- That's treatment. why I didn't say. Yeah, I didn't say vaccine because I'm pretty sure Ebola is not a vaccine. I think it's a bacteria. Yes, it's a bacteria. It's I definitely could, a bacteria. I could look this up to be sure, but yeah. I, wait, wait a minute. Do vaccines not work against bacteria? Yeah, vaccines are specific. Well, are they only oh, viruses? Shoot. We've talked about this before. We've talked about like our vaccine specific too, because I think this came up in another story where we were talking about like a yeah, bacteria where they were preventing that. something with a vaccine. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't actually know. I still don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I think we didn't look it up, and we still haven't looked. It up, so. <laughs> I. And once again, I don't know. we I don't could look it up. Bo- yeah, not we going could, to. But we're not going to right now. Nope, we're not going to. We'll look it up later, maybe. I don't know. The important uh, thing is, is they're trying something. Yes, and, and props they have to them. high hopes, yeah. and they're working with the World Health Organization, and yeah. So that's exciting. Look out for updates on that. Yay! Uh, I found this on The Verge. 2020's new emoji. Include the transgender flag and more gender-inclusive options. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, it sounds like they have 117 new emoji that will be rolled out later this year. That's so many. Well, you have to remember there's like a bunch of different like gender and skin tone variants of each one, and those all count towards it. So it's not like 117 like new animals or anything like that. Um, But this will be emoji 13.0. Because I think we've talked about this before because I love talking about emoji, yeah. but basically the, the unicord, unicord, Unicode consortium is like this, the governing body that decides like what emoji there will be. So they say, these are the emojis. They describe them. They give like an example of what they might look like. And then companies like Apple and Google and Microsoft all develop their own, um, like take on each emoji and mm-hmm. release them in their products on their own time. Um, so I'm just going to list some of the new ones okay. that are coming. Cause yeah. I'm, there's a ninja, um, a person feeding a baby. Uh, there's a smiley face with a tear rolling down his cheek, which this is their example of it. Oh. <laughs> so, just like I'm smiling but crying. I don't know. That seems useful. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think I would use that. I've actually looked for that before. It's like, <laughs> everything's fine. Like, yeah, the like whole like everything is fine, but actually it's not like right. for smile kind of emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like there's a bubble tea. You got a bell pepper, a polar bear, a seal, um, like maybe a black cat, uh, mammoth, blueberries, a beaver, a bison, a dodo bird. A dodo bird? A cockroach, a housefly, a worm, a log. <laughs> There's like all these common objects that you're just like, why don't they have this already? It looks like a, a gravestone. That's kind of dark. A feather, oh. a magic wand, a pinata. A hug. A hug. Oh. Um, 
some kind of helmet, a boomerang, I think an electric toothbrush specifically, a heart, a pair of lungs. Wait, a heart? Relevant, like a, like, like a, the actual like the organ. organ. Yeah, okay, I guess okay. I should specify there's a, yeah, just, about a billion I, different heart I thought heart that's what you right meant, now. but yeah. A saw, a screwdriver, a ladder. There's a bunch of stuff in here. A mousetrap. I just want to know how Dodo Bird got into that mix. Like, <laughs> I'm the most intrigued by that one. Well, I guess one. maybe like, they came up with Mammoth and they're like, well, let's also throw in a Dodo Bird, get another, <laughs> another uh, extinct another animal. Another extinct like, animal, and okay. that's not a dinosaur. Because we've, right. we've got a handful of dinosaurs at this point. It looks like there's a house plant, a window with curtains, a teapot. Do you struggle with the amount of choices there are for emoji? In not our really, because I, I end up using the same ones all the time. I think my only struggle is when I'm like looking for something specific. Like I and then it's not there. That's that's more my issue. Yeah, I guess that that's happened to me too. Like I'll I'll be like mm, I want a certain face, and then I'll like look through. Mm-hmm. Like well, I think the part of the problem is that every single platform except for Apple has like a search bar at this point for emoji. Like like well, I know Apple is Google does. Yeah. Um, goodness, even the that's the software we use the software we use for code review at work has <laughs> emoji search. So. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, so little behind <laughs> little behind Apple. <laughs> yeah, they really need that. Get on top of that cuz I love emoji and I want to use them in everything. The only thing that Apple has is um it it likes to suggest emoji when you typed the exact word of that emoji. Right. Have you noticed that? Yeah, which is kind of a way of searching for one, but it's just <laughs> But it's just not Have it's I told not you useful that? enough? <laughs> okay, like well, okay, I because I'm often typing like medical terminology mm-hmm. for, in my notes at work, and and the word bone it like comes up with the emoji of the like bone with like a meat roast around it, <laughs> and it like keeps wanting like on my because I have a Mac laptop and I like type the word bone and it, uh-huh. that will like come up as the like do you want this and I'm like no I don't want like it keeps thinking that I want to put that into my like notes for work it's just really no, funny to stop. me stop <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> This, like, roast emoji in my notes. In the middle of this, all this, like, medical, like, Ah, uh, yes, medicine. <laughs> anyway. All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And while you're there, uh, maybe leave us a review, a rating. Five yeah. stars. Sounds great. Share with your friends. We That's feel so happy when we get reviews from we, you guys. We do love, we love reading them. And when you tell friends about it, that's how other people find out about this because we don't market. Yep. Not, not, not really. We don't. Nope. And uh, <laughs> you can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash News and on Twitter at, at News. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.